one is yeah who knows last time we talked about mr craig we did oh what an episode that was indeed great episode and this time we carry on with uh, season three with too short to ride which is another good episode slightly overshadowed by mr greg sometimes a little bit um as are quite a lot of the ones in season three Mm-hmm. But it is a good episode. Indeed. Indeed. Not just because it's focused on Peridot, but also because it's focused on Peridot. Yes, we've not had anything Peridot related in a little while. In a little while. Living at the barn really does make her not be. Let's keep her out of the way. Indeed. Nice little mouth. But uh, yeah, it's it's an amethyst and Stephen and Powder episode. Yeah, the uh, the shorty squad, so named because they're short. short. Yep, it's true. They are not tall. Which is featured in the title of the episode. Too Indeed, short to ride. Short to ride. Oof. Oof. Indeed, but it starts out. It starts out mm-hmm. with Stephen gifting Peridot. A good old tablet. A tablet. Yeah, we get a, a classic wow thanks. Yep. And now we get the sort of it's like um like a, a young person teaching an old person to use a bit of technology. It's like look, you, yeah. you can you can tweet. There's YouTube, except in this one it's called Tube Tube. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a young person showing an old person, except the old person does no technology, it's just this is somehow different technology. Yeah, um, and the old person isn't just like 70, she's like a couple thousand years old. Also that, it's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it's like her screens that she lost, uh, so she's very excited about having this thing now. Yeah, it's very cool. Indeed. Also, we get a little bit, you know, stuff. Yeah. Stuff. A little bit of funny stuff about Indeed. how the internet is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stephen made Peridot a Twitter account, which exists in real life. I know. And and actually tweeted between the time. July and August of 2016. Wish it had done more, but... Would have been very cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's quite a, a good... A good a Twitter account at Peridot Five XG recommended. Read those tweets; they're funny. Yeah, and also the tweets that are in the show are in in the a... in the in the on the actual account. It's cool. Maybe yeah. Steven Universe is canon to reality. That would certainly be something. I wonder what Peridot would be tweeting now. Yeah, that would be. Interesting to know. Yeah. If Peridot's listening to this Cavern cast, mm-hmm. <laughs> hello. Hello, Peridot. This might be a bit weird. Yeah. And yeah, she does an innovation. Indeed. An incredible invention. There's like a whole power-up scene thing, and it's, it's very cool. Yep, yep, with a little bit of... Velcro? Velcro. <laughs> Interlocking ve- uh, fabric strips. And, um, a bit more of that. You put it on yeah. your arm. You can. Bam. Bam. On, like, Apple Watch. I wouldn't trust them uh, <laughs> with something that heavy, but they seem very strong, so it's all good. Yeah, hopefully. 
It's like when you think about what Vel- Velcro is, it's it's hooks. It's a bunch All of right. fabric hooks. Like, I wow. don't trust a fabric hook with holding too much weight. No, I suppose that's fair. But when it's a lot of them... I mean, yeah, they, they do, you know, they, they work together to to hold the more weight. Bam. Exactly. And so they do it. And, uh, yeah, then in comes an amethyst. Indeed. Amethyst is uh, is pretty pretty chill at the moment. And... Yeah. Turns out they're going to be going to Funland. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had a Funland section. Indeed. Um, but don't worry, because we'll, we'll get a few. We do get a few. It's nice. Season 3, which is just cool. Yeah. I don't know how many times Steven gets banned for life, but... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a couple. It's at a least. Couple. At least a couple. Oh, yeah. And of course, Peridot's, you know, fairly literal about everything, but um, that's okay. It is. The first, the first thing is the roller coaster, and unfortunately, they're too short to ride. We said the name of the thing in the thing. Indeed. Even, even with the hair, Peridot. I guess they, they, they scrunch the hair down, so it don't... Yep. It's not taller. Yeah. Clearly, they didn't used to have these rules and regulations, but... Yeah. Clearly added things since, you know... They must have done. Unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate, but fortunate. But for safety. <laughs> uh, though again, you know, all three of them would be fine. Two of them are borderline indestructible, and the other one is... Half-destructible? Half-destructible. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. They they cannot ride. They cannot ride. Unless. Unless. They just get taller. Shape-shifting. Bam. Indeed. Amethyst is fine with it. Steven can just, like, stretch out his limbs and turn them mm-hmm. into cats or whatever. So he's not, yep. like, perfect at it. But he's good enough to become tall. Peridot, though. Hmm. It doesn't seem to be working. No. And so she uh, just tells them to... Ship shift. She tells them to do their thing, and then they do. Mm -hmm. But here we get the first little thing. She's like, she doesn't seem to be able to shape shift. No. Which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It is Uh, indeed. Tall Amethyst sort of is what also a, a cool look for Amethyst. Pretty cool look. Uh, she's like a, a teenager, you know? She's like, yeah. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. They go to a, a few more, you know, rides. We have a little... A little, a little section in which, uh, you know, they're doing fun things. Indeed. Um, they go to a house of mirrors, for example, but Peridot just doesn't seem to be having a lot of fun. She doesn't. No. Everyone, everyone else is using shape-shifting, and Peridot can't seem to do it. No. Um, she, she Googles, am I having fun? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, but then... But then... Paradox sees the most wondrous thing. A mm-hmm. plushie of an alien with a large green head and the same style of mouth that Paradox often has. She needs it. She needs it. And, I mean, who wouldn't? That thing yeah. does look pretty cool. Indeed. And, um... Yeah, Mr. Smiley... Runs, runs over. Um, it's clearly the only person running this place. Yep. Um, which is a fun nod to, yeah, kind of how it is like. You never see any other people who work there, just Mr. Smiley. And it's, yeah, because there is just Mr. Smiley. Um, <laughs> and he's like, well, you could say we're a bit fun to staffed. 
That's funny. I'm glad you can see the humour, because I haven't seen a bed in six days. Which is, you know, I'm surprised he's doing this well. <laughs> I, mean, I guess maybe he has slept, he's just not managed to sleep in a bed. I suppose. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not great. But they have some hoops. They do. They got rings. And they do. And Paradox doesn't know how the game works. <laughs> not quite. But eventually... They do manage it, and... Uh, yeah, it's a funfair game. They won't, they don't. Yeah, they can't do it, it. It, it's, it's rigged. It's rigged. Indeed. So instead... We get a little bit of... Uh, bit of onion. <laughs> hey, Mr. Smiley, is that onion trying to light the roller coaster on fire? I'm not falling for that one again. Then he um, is. Then it turns out, no, he just, he just is. Not the way he just stands there with the fire. Like, is <laughs> me the fireman? The flaming onion. The flaming onion. And, um. Using a little bit of shape shifting, Amethyst managed to, to dunk the ring on the bottle. Mm -hmm. She does indeed. And they, they gotta, they gotta, you know, tell Paradox. We're doing a bit of lying, but they do manage to to get it. And instead of instead of getting the large, plushy alien, she just gets like a little, a little fella, a little finger thing. And she's good at lying, and also did not steal Stephen's clothes when he's not looking, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, the big the big plush turns out that's ten rings. Ten rings. But um. But yeah, uh, she gets so the alien are. thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you need ten rings for the a, big one. Yeah, ten Sorry. rings for the big one. She winds up on a site for finding, finding roommates, roommates somehow. Um. She's already got a, a roommate. She has. But, um, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, they're, they're... Paradox not having a fun time at the moment. And she takes that out. You know, she says shape-shifting is kind of a, mm -hmm. an insult to your intended form. But that might just be... Um, Insecurity, you know. That's insecurity speaking, absolutely. And That's insecurity. Amethyst and Steven know her well enough now, they're like, okay, hang on. Yeah. This is clearly not about actually insulting shapeshifting. This is about you not being able to shapeshift. Yeah. It turns so, out, yeah. Paradox can't um, do it. Yeah, for a montage. It's time for a montage. They, um... They they try all sorts of things, that's for sure. Yeah. But none of them work. None of them work, yeah. Like, <laughs> walking in a circle, thus become cat. Or try lick your elbow. Steven's still not really got the idea of the, the cat thing. Yeah, not quite. And They're, um... Peridot sends out her first cheap... <laughs> Maybe they should call it Shapeshift Land because it's the land where you go to shapeshift. So it's called sh Shapeshift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of the um, training seems like they're just like showing Peridot how to do it. Yeah. It's showing, not helping, really. It's a bit like um, the first episode of Stephen Universe where they Indeed. were. Where the gems were sort of saying a lot of. Strange things about how to to summon their gem weapons. Indeed, and Stephen had no idea what they meant. Yeah, now they just try straight up pulling. Yeah, see if they can shut her, which doesn't work either. Which, yeah, also does not work and hurts. And you know they they 
innocently trying. Yeah. I guess like they yeah, kind of does seem like a bit of a, a jerk move, but I think I think their intentions are pure. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Even if they didn't quite understand the memo. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Indeed. And but yeah, it turns out that the uh, the gem empire mm-hmm. after the death of Pink Diamond. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this whole um civil war that they had uh, against the crystal gems. It turns mm-hmm. out that they I guess they overextended themselves or something. Yeah. They don't have as many resources as they used to. They don't have as many. They didn't get any from Earth. Um, no. And they didn't want to get any from Earth, as we heard from Yellow Diamond last indeed. season. Yeah. So, Ever so two Dots don't have powers. Yeah. Uh, Instead, they give them Limit Hancers. Limit Hancers and screens and things like that. Screens. Yeah. So, so in theory, we never see any, I don't believe, but in theory, Era, uh, one uh paradox would probably just be about as tall as paradox is Maybe. with her limit enhancers potentially. Maybe, um, yeah. Might be right. I don't know. Or something like that again. Do, do we see any era one paradox? I don't think it's square so. dot. Is, is I was gonna say square dot on some of them in uh in the games. Uh in those games which I are uh, maybe they are not canon. Are canon? I can't quite remember. I don't um, know if they're canon or not. I don't remember if they are or not. But um, they might be error one. I'm not sure. But they might. She might be error one. In which case, then uh, they're, they're just smaller. But um, I don't quite remember. Yeah. Either way, she is small. She is small. Do we see any um other error two gems? I was wondering that as well. I think there might be a few. I mean, like, um, like maybe one or two of the rubies from the ruby. Like the rubies might be ever two. Like not eyeball, because eyeball was there. Eyeball was there. But some of them might not be. Indeed, some of them might not be. Uh, yeah, a lot of the gems are old. A lot of them are. Like in a sense, amethyst is ever two. Yeah. Actually, ever one. Uh, and just came out late. <laughs> True. Um, like, I suppose some of the off-colours as well potentially might be ever too. Yeah. But they're not a good measuring tool for other gems. Hence the off-colour. Um, mm. But if we presume... Yeah. If we presume that, for example, one of the rubies is... Mm-hmm. Then it seems that they still have like the ability to to fuse and, and indeed fusion still seems to be stuff. a thing. Um, but maybe that just wasn't given to paradox because they're not yeah. war focused. Indeed. Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess again, we don't know because. I guess it makes sense. Uh, I uh, from the perspective of a. Like imperialist power that you would yeah for sure allocate those resources more towards soldiers than mm-hmm. not engineers than engineers unfortunately Indeed. and then yeah era two paradox did not get any powers we've not seen paradox pull out a uh, gem weapon no um we've not seen paradox fuse no and we've not seen paradox shapeshift so I guess they just can't really do much other than alter their form. Uh, yeah, alter their form a little bit. Because Peridot put the, the visor on later. She does, yeah. Yeah, they can alter their, like, aesthetic form a little. Yeah. They can't properly shapeshift. Um, and they're smart, obviously. Uh, but that's that's about it. Uh, we don't know if, you know, she may actually be able to shapeshift. Again, we've had that discussion. In the, I mean, not shapeshift, fuse. Uh, we've had yeah. that discussion in the past. Um... But yeah, shapeshifting and uh, gem weaponing and that stuff appears not to be within her wheelhouse. Indeed, indeed. And I guess it's kind of, to some extent, 
uh, an allegory for like disability. I'd say kind of, yeah. Because she's not like, you know, she's got all her legs and arms and stuff. For sure. But to gems, there there, there is more to their existence. Yeah. Like, you know, again, with with like fusion, you know, she didn't seem comfortable with that at that point. You know, that's fine. But with this one, um, there were now just, yeah, doing it around her, almost it being like, you know, stretching an extra limb, as it were. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have that. Indeed. Yeah, she's exactly. A bit upset. Yeah, it's like if you're in a wheelchair or something, and and every place you went to had just stairs instead. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a bit annoying. Maybe yeah. they should call it Legland because Stairland. Of the yeah. place where you go to have legs. Indeed. <laughs> um. But you know, it's it's. Mm-hmm. Aliens, so it's not exactly like an exact um, indeed comparison or allegory, and, yeah. that, and that's fine. Indeed, um, but yeah, we get some stuff from from Amethyst here, which is yeah, and uh, shows how far their relationship has come. We 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 do we get some nice stuff from Amethyst. It wasn't exactly what Peridot wanted to hear at the time, no, but it is well intentioned, and it is quite a good message. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's kind of it speaks to Amethyst's character because mm-hmm. like later well even before but also after Amethyst is m- mostly you know thinking about the present she doesn't want to think about all this past stuff Mm-hmm. With with pink diamond and 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 all that, like in um. No, I don't remember what the episode title was called. But the one where they search for Ruby, um, after oh after pitch a single pearl rose. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it's called either. But that one. You know, she doesn't want to dump another thousand year old conflict on, you know, everyone else. She's Indeed. a bit more reserved than that. And, and Amethyst doesn't want Peridot to think about all of this past stuff. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to think about. She doesn't want Peridot to think about the things that she can't do because of the past. She wants Peridot to think about the things she might be able to do because of the present. Exactly. And that's quite a nice sentiment. Mm-hmm. And it would be great if Peridot was listening. Yeah, and but she's just kind of ignoring them. She's just typing clods. Into the chat. She is. Uh, and. Amethyst has enough and is like, you know what? Nope. Getting rid of this. You don't need it. You're better off without it. And she throws it. She throws it into the ocean. Except no. Indeed. It seems to hover in midair, magically. How kind of metal powers? How has that worked? Yeah. And Paradox holding her arms out, and she moves her arms a bit, and and the thing moves as well, the tablet, and it's it's metal powers, indeed. Indeed, some <laughs> kind of telekinesis, but maybe just over metal. Yeah, it's kind of amusing. I like the way they animated it, because she just sort of, like, experiments. She bends some of her limbs, and it moves about. It does. She doesn't and eventually comes closer. Yeah. And Steven's just, like, having all of these ideas about what you could do, and they're all really trivial things. Yeah. Um, like, it means so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And, it do- and it will do in the future. Indeed. Because Peridot uh, is able to hurl spikes at people and fly mm-hmm. with this with this power. Exactly. It definitely puts her on more of the same level as the the rest of them. Exactly. And uh, but uh, this time Peridot uses it to win the ring game herself. Indeed, because the rings are metal. Indeed, they are. 
I thought they would like plastic or something, but I guess I'm just a fool. Um, all that would be unfortunate if they were plastic. Because it looks like, I, I guess they could be metal bottles as well. So. Either way, yeah, she wins the, the thing. Yeah, she wins the big old alien plush and loves it. Indeed. Um, it's interesting that, like, you know, when when they throw away the tablet, yeah, Peridot shouts, "No, it's all that I am." And I guess it would be because, you know, Homeworld gave them um, limb enhancers, and that yeah. they were uh, thrown away. They were thrown into the mm. ocean by Amethyst. Yep. In catch and release. Indeed. And that's um. That was like, not only is it her connection to mm-hmm. sort of data and people and this yeah. whole homeworld network, but it's also her like only connection to homeworld. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's like a, a fundamental part of her identity that's been gone. And it makes sense that she would feel so attached to them. Exactly. So, yeah, um, and, uh, yeah, so, obviously she do, she still has the tablet now, which is good. Yes, um, that's not in the water. She's also aware that she is more than just the tablet. Which is yeah. also good. Um, we get some cool character development. We, we do. Um, and also metal powers. Also metal powers, which are pretty, pretty cool. And yeah, like it is a shame, like you know, we said before that you know we never see Peridot fuse, or she doesn't have a gem, you know, weapon, or she can't shapeshift. But uh, it's like to an extent that's also you know that's kind of the point, uh, especially that's kind of the point of what this episode is, is t- you know, telling you is like you know you can't always do everything, everything can't always happen. But yeah, be thankful for what you can do, and make the most of that. Like it would have been a bit of. Um... Uh, like it would have underpinned the message if, like, no, not under undercut the message if they yeah. figured out that Peridot actually was able to shapeshift, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's cool she got it's something unique. It's kind of like having their cake and eating it too because she does get metal powers, but in like the best possible way because it's like she can't shapeshift. That's not going to change. But yeah. she can do this, which no one else can. Um, and yeah. It's like, maybe you can't walk upstairs, but you can play wheelchair basketball. Can. Or like wheelchair table tennis, have you seen that? I haven't seen that. Oh, it's incredible. It's ridiculous, but yeah. That sounds cool. Um, Incredibly talented people. But uh, yeah, that is uh, too short to ride. That is indeed too short to ride. And do you think we'll have time we do. The new laughs. You know, there's potentially that much to say. But we've still got like over half an hour of potential time, so Too Short yeah. to Ride is a is a good it's a it's pretty comfy episode aside from the bit where they try and pull uh Peridot on the rack. That's a bit less comfy, but the rest of the episode it's just nice. The fact that Peridot's just going ow, 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 ow actually kind of gives it some levity. Uh in that moment, even if, you know, it is actually because obviously it is hurting. Um, but yeah, the next episode uh, is... The New Lars. The New Lars, which is an important episode to remind us that Stephen still has some going to do. Indeed. And, and Lars too, obviously. Because of it. And obviously Lars, yes. Obviously Lars. So yeah, we've not seen Lars in a, in a while. No, we've not been in Beach City very long. We have or for a while, and and it's nice to get some townies, Indeed. especially Lars, back into the picture. Indeed. This this feels like, or at least the premise, not the actual episode, but the premise yeah. feels like it could be a season one episode. The premise does indeed feel like it could be a season one episode, and it has to be a season three episode. Um, yes, but it, yeah, I I hundred percent agree. Um. And you know what? I like I like that some of the episodes feel like season one episodes later on. 
Yeah, I agree. Season one episodes are good. They they're a lot of fun. Mostly. They remind you of when times were simpler. Indeed. You could just worry about cookie cat ice cream or a cheeseburger backpack. Yeah. And yeah. But uh but no. Um Season three. Season three, uh, uh, T- Stephen is what I meant to say there, not season three again. Uh, <laughs> Good old season three universe. And he's talking about koalas and sloths. Yeah. And and he's talking about, you know, like, I guess, which one would win as a, as, as a, in the category mm-hmm. of hanging around doing nothing mammals. He's just talking about it to Sadie and Lars, and Sadie's yeah. sort of, you know, going along with it. Lars is kind of annoyed, presumably. Annoyed because he always is, for some reason. Also, it's a sloth. Like, they're called sloths. They hang around to do nothing. Koalas <laughs> do more than that. Koalas don't do a whole lot, though. They don't do a whole lot more, but... They eat, and then they sleep, because they have to spend... So much energy eating. Yeah. Pandas could be on there as well. But I guess that one's already been eliminated in the uh, tournament style. Hanging Indeed. around doing nothing out of mammals. Indeed. I mean, yeah, I mean, pandas are... You know, I guess they walk around a lot more. They don't climb on trees as much. True. And they, they use quite, quite a lot of strength to eat their bamboo. A lot less hanging. A lot less hanging. But, um, yeah, you know, Sadia invites Lars around to her place, and Mm -hmm. Lars says, nah. He does. And says other things. He he does. Um... Um, Stephen's been staring the whole time because he's like... Very invested in Lars and Sadie's relationship. He he is. Uh, I guess he's learned from Island Adventure. <laughs> yep. Indeed. And um, you know, Stephen tries to confront Lars to ask him why he's like acting like a bit of a jerk to Sadie sometimes. Yes. And and Lars gets a little hostile at that, which is fair enough. You know, if someone was like, yo, why why aren't you married to this person? Mm-hmm. It's uh, a little... I, I, it's a little bit weird. Because Stephen thinks, thinks they love each other. And there's definitely something there. I mean, they're with each other all the time. In they're the with each donut. other all the time. They have a look after he says... I'll go see if Bug wants to do stuff. And she's like, I'm sure he'll have a great time. He's like, yes, yeah. I think we will. And then they're both like, uh... And we had this, um... Now. This whole... The Player 2 stuff in there. The whole Player 2 stuff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's clearly something there. And even... Even in future, you know, by the time where they have, you know, they've moved on, it's clear they still care about each other a lot. They um, did try. But and they did try indeed, but you know, it didn't work out. work out. And that's okay. Exactly. They still like each other. Exactly. Um, but this but yeah. time, Lars is a little, a little resistant to that idea. He is. And that's okay. It is but okay. He's also being a bit of a jerk. He really is. Like, considering how well his attempts to befriend Buck and that lot always go. Hmm. So you've got someone here who you get on, get on really well with asking you if you want to do stuff, and you're like, no, I'm going to go and hang awkwardly about these people and then wander away because I get nervous. Yeah. He's but very much... Just what Lars is like, I guess. Like, you kind of sympathise with him sometimes, but also he does not help himself. He does not help himself. You can like, often totally see where he's coming from, but... He does not help himself, no. Um, but we get a little dream, and Stephen's sort of flying towards Lars and jumps into his mind, Freaky mm-hmm. Friday style. Indeed. 
And we get to see Lars's room. We do. And it's 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 the attic, as it turns out, because uh, Lars had requested to move into the attic. He had for whatever reason. Like and... it's quite nice and big, you know. But uh, yeah, it's also an attic. And there's some implications that I. Had... <laughs> Wake up with a magazine. Really picked up on before. Um, yeah, a magazine uh, on his head called Noise. Noise. With um, much like um, Michael Rosen. Yeah, uh, with a with a lovely lady on on the front. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a is... stop sign. Yeah. There's a, a PC. There's some mm-hmm. paint. Mm-hmm. There's a, a poster that says Army. <laughs> Yeah, it it does. It says something beneath it. We can't really read that, but um, and yeah, those stuff is is more understandable. Yeah. I'm just glad that Stephen didn't pay too much attention to the magazine because I'm sure he wouldn't. He wouldn't even know what was going on. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's a great time as well for for uh, the voice actor of Lars to oh, be Stephen. Absolutely. He's uh, enjoying this bit so much, yeah. and the animators must have enjoyed it as well because. Mm-hmm. The animation through of Stephen being Lars throughout yeah. the entire episode is so expressive and incredible. Yeah, it's like if you gave the excitement of Stephen to someone who's incredibly like lanky and spaghetti. Yeah, it's exactly. like Spinel. Kind of, yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's Spinel without the the like ragtime. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So the poster says "Army of War," I think. Oh, okay. Which I don't know, like. Total War, or something, but something, something like else. that. Yeah. And Lars is, is, I mean, you can see his bones. Yeah, he's hoodie thin. He's pretty thin, even though he works at a donut shop. Yeah, which I mean, good, good for you, buddy. Uh, I would not have that kind of a strength, and I don't like donuts all that much. I don't dislike them, but I don't love them. But if I worked at a donut shop. Mm. That would not be good. But on the other hand, he also doesn't have any muscles. On the other hand, he also doesn't have his muscles. Uh, I have those so, to some extent. So there's that. There is also that. But yeah, but yeah. Stephen finds some clothes and is going to try and figure out what's going on. And then he... the first thing mm-hmm. he does is to say that he wants to respect Lars's body and his privacy. Indeed. Which is very nice. Good job, Stephen. Stephen's a nice person. Indeed. He doesn't get it quite right. No. But he tries. He does try. I think he thinks that Lars is a, a better person than he really is. I think, yeah. I think he thinks, ah, oh, Lars is alright. He just, you know, he needs some, he needs some help. Yeah. But uh, he kind of came in a, a wrong time, because Lars's parents are uh, ready to have a, a serious talk. A serious talk. And why is that, Tan? What? Oh, why are well, they ready to have a serious talk? Oh, because uh, he's failing his grades. He is. I, I, I felt like I was going to be killed for a second. I wasn't <laughs> sure what that meant. Um, <laughs> I was just asking you to carry on because, yeah, but um, I, yep, no, I'd face that strangely. <laughs> I thought you were going to relate it to me. I was like, no. Right. <laughs> I didn't fail school. No. Um, interestingly, they they call him Laramie at the start, and obviously Stephen doesn't know that was no that's his birth name or whatever. Indeed. Um, yeah. Laramie's a strange name. I've not heard it before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's theories going around that maybe uh, Lars is a trans man, and that's why. And that was sort of a lot of a lot of his reactions to this and the visuals here are, are the way they are, but I do not know and hmm. it is not my place to say. Yeah. Like with most kind of popular media and uh like cartoons and stuff that tend to be progressive, people often find even more progression in there um than is 
you know, intended, which again is totally fair because there's nowhere near enough representation for you know, trans people in cartoons and that kind of stuff. So, um, there's I, head I can see that, I think. And, and exactly, and there's head So, yeah, there's now that you mentioned it, I could definitely see, uh, see that being the case, um, for sure. But yeah, Laramie is an interesting name. Yeah. Um, so they, they hand him his grave report. And he, obviously, Stephen has never been to school, so he just no. goes... Uh, amusingly. But yeah, it turns out, yeah, he's failing most of them. And which ones... Can, can we see which ones it is he's... I don't know if that's on the wiki, because that's what all I'm on. I'm not actually watching. <laughs> that's so, fair. Um, I'll have a quick look. see what the subjects are that he's uh, not failing. The subjects are line, 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 line. He's not failing line, line. Oh. He's only a little bit failing line, line. And he's also <laughs> failing line, line. He's pretty good at line, line. He's getting Fs in most things. Uh, he's getting B's in something, and then uh, D's in something else. What would that be for Lars? What would that be for Lars? What does Lars do? Because he doesn't really do music. Gaming. It's not a course in gaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially not at like school level that he's at. College. He's probably good at uh, home ec, since he likes baking. That might be it. Might be like home economics, yeah. And then once he got the D in, because he's not got enough in that, maybe by extension, chemistry. Chemistry. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. It makes no sense considering how they're ordered, but. Eh. Also, his breakfast looks intriguing. Yeah. It's uh, it's like. More about it than that, but. Like pancakes with blueberries on or something. Yeah. Very nice. And Stephen, as Lars, he's. Very nice to Lars's parents. Didn't mm-hmm. even swear like Lars might normally do. Yeah. And and you know he's he's trying his best mm-hmm. to, to respect Lars's by privacy by just saying yes I will do very good. Even though that's not what Lars would actually do. Nope. Unfortunately, he also I... put in actual things in the holes. Yeah, he did. Which like I don't know how those things stay open without things in the holes, or how they say that open. I mean, I know how it's because it's an artistic choice, but um... He does yeah. wear such things occasionally, but Indeed. uh... Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. And Stephen's just like running down the street, shouting I'm Lars. Um, and he's, you know, very enthusiastic. and Indeed. Uh, and Stephen goes up to the cool kids. In, in a very brazen manner, very unlike Lars. Indeed. He also meets Onion, who actually seems kind of freaked out, which is concerning for Onion. Yeah, Onion is n- not normally <laughs> freaked out at anything. He's like, what is going on? What's he doing? And but yeah, Stephen he goes up to... Lars is, is nice. He me. is. He goes up to, to Buck and Sour Cream. Indeed. You know, we, we get the uh, koalas or sloths thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, they say they're, they're, they're sleeping tigers. Mm-hmm. How very apt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, when, um, like, Jenny arrives, Indeed. Jenny says, like, she sort of, like, unenthusiastically says, hey, Lars, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It's clear that they're not the biggest fans of him. Yeah. But then, you know, when Steven takes over, they're, they're like, wow, maybe he's actually nice. Mm-hmm. Like, he clearly wants to be part of their group, but he still only cares about himself and his image. In yeah. Being part of the group. Um, it is because, unfortunate. Because as we've seen time and time again, you know, they are very cool. But they're just people. You know, they don't particularly see themselves as... They don't... Well, they see them... They might see themselves as cool to some degree. Like, I think Buck probably does. But not in the sense that that means they are above everyone else. 
that's just what they're like. Whereas Lars seems to think that they're cool, they're more important than everyone. I want to be one of them. They're they're not like the uh, the typical like sitcom bullies, you know. They're not, uh, and most people aren't, as a general rule. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, if you're the kind of person who aspires to that way of thinking, which Lars certainly seems to, at least at this point, then um, that's going to lead you to some complications because you're not going to have any friends from the people who you think are beneath you, and you're probably not going to have any of the friends from the people who you think are like you because they're not. Oof, harsh, scathing. A little bit, but I feel like based on the interactions that Steve and Lars has with people, uh, definitely comes across that way. Uh, kind of seems like Sadie's the only person who really wants to spend time with him because she cares about him more and does see the kind of softer side and because I think he can probably let himself be more like relaxed around her um, Yeah, but then even she winds up getting frustrated with him understandably yeah absolutely um and yeah, they they invite him potentially onto their dance crew because there's going to be a dance competition. A dance competition, indeed. Stephen accidentally refers to Lars in the third person, and then Buck just like carries on that trend. Yep. <laughs> Amusingly, I like Buck. He's kind of fun. Indeed. But yeah, he's got moves. He can dance. Mm-hmm. But then Stephen remembers that. Um, Lars could have gone to Sadie's this evening. Indeed. So this he... morning. This morning. It's their day oh, off. Because yeah. it's their day off. And so he refuses. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, you know, with an apology. I know. Crazy from mm-hmm. Lars. Never apologizes. But this Indeed. time, it's okay. Yeah. And we get the, the sort of the meat of this episode, which Indeed. is Stephen as Lars and Sadie. This is where it gets a bit complicated. Complicated. Slightly uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But like, again, you can see very interesting. Stephen's heart again is in the right place. Yes. But you can't manipulate someone into spending time with someone to be together with someone when you are not the person. Yeah, it's uh there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> it may, it so, may yeah. have worked with uh, with Pearl and, and Greg, but this time it does not. This is not them. This is not them. They have slightly different conflicts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because... um, And Sadie knows Lars really well. Yes. And is like, this isn't... This seems odd. This is a roller coaster. And Stevens is kind of getting more awkward because he doesn't really know how to respond. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, she does point out what we were just saying, like she's one way with her and another way in public. Um, and Stevens actually just kind of extenuated this process and made it worse. Um, yeah, now he's like a completely different person. Completely different person. And... And Sadie just kind of owns up to, again, what should be Lars. Lars should really be hearing this, and that'd probably be a good thing if he did. But it's not. It's Stephen hearing this. Mm. Um, about Sadie saying, like, you know, I feel like you're just embarrassed to be around me and to know me. and Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, an unfortunate circumstance. Um, but they, they, you know, they watch... Horror movies. That's, that's Sadie's thing. Sadie likes mm-hmm. horror. Lars is. Oh, well, Stephen's less of a fan. Lars probably likes yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but they watch a, a, a romantic one. Yeah. With, with werewolves, which, honestly, maybe I'll watch that. That sounds pretty cool. Werewolves maybe? in love? Come on. Yeah, I, I I can see the appeal for you. <laughs> That's for sure. But you know, That's Stephen Aslars is crying on the bed. Yeah, because they just wanted to be together. Because they just wanted to be together. But they, they can't. 
And yeah, this is not a thing that normal Lars would do, which is why Sadie's getting mixed signals and very confused. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stephen says some things that he maybe shouldn't say. Yeah, and and the, the big thing, like Sadie, is experiencing a lot of things. Like Lars is yeah. acting very different. Indeed. In all contexts. And so she asks, like, what is it that you actually feel? And mm -hmm. Stephen, who boy, yep. he says, isn't it obvious? I love you. And it's like, Stephen, you're projecting just a little bit there, bud. Stephen, no. And again, he's a, he's a child. He doesn't understand how these things work yet, really. So... No, it won't be won't be the last time Stephen makes a questionable decision regarding romance. Um, yeah, it's back in a big way in future. Uh, but it does. But again, yeah, you know, he also doesn't really have anyone like as much as the gems know about love. Uh, mm -hmm. And obviously, his you know they're very loving of him, and you know we've got the stuff about fusion, and Garnet is the embodiment of love. Their love and human love is—it's not the same. Uh, and obviously, he doesn't have you know two parents in that sense anymore. Um, so, Stephen's kind of, I think, kind of flying blind a little bit with this stuff, and that's why he sometimes wants to help, but gets his wives a bit cross. Uh, and yeah, Sadie kicks him out. <laughs> Yeah. And Lars finally owns up. Well, Stephen finally owns up to not being Lars. Which is the first time um, that Stephen will tell people that he isn't people or is people or some version of that theme. What? Uh, Stephen saying, I am X or I'm not X. Ah. Uh going to come up quite a bit going forward. Yeah, you're right, it does. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. oh boy. In some ways, this is the least egregious <laughs> example of that. But, mm. yeah, so Sadie opens back up the door. Yeah, cause, because, because Lars apologises, and Sadie's yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> That can't be right. Yeah. Lars never apologised. But, um... Yeah. Uh, Sadie asked whether Lars's mind might be in Stephen's body, but, uh... Steve, uh Lars... Stephen Lars... This is... Stars. Stars. Stars has no idea. Stars they head over to visit think about potentially that. Leaven. Yep. Um... The cool kids. One second. Yay. Mm -hmm. So they run over to, to where Steven is. Uh, the kids won second place. So they did. Good job to them. They did. And and they see Lars and Sadie running and they follow. And... Lars, and, Lars and Donut Girl. Lars and Donut Girl. Even, they don't yeah. really know her yet, but they will. They will indeed. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, it turns out Lars's parents don't actually know who Sadie is either. No, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I guess they never visit Lars's place. Mm -hmm. Well, they do, don't they? Because of Player 2 stuff. Yeah. Wow. They just do not have any idea of what's going on in his life. No. That's unfortunate. Um, Indeed. That is uh, a parent's thing, I guess. A lot of the parents in um, Steven Universe are imperfect in particular ways. Indeed, like I mean, they they want to be part of his life, but don't want to they're be. Kind of scared. They're scared. They don't want to hurt him. Um, and being part of his life seems like it's gonna hurt him to him. So they respect his boundaries. It seems, but yeah. yeah. So they get back to they get back to the 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 shed. Thankfully, Sadie kicks the door down because again, the, the temple. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, shed. Shed. It kind of looks like a shed. It's a beach shed with a temple in it. Um, 
Yeah, they break in because again, Lars has noodle arms, but Sadie has kicks. Yeah, Sadie is strong. And everyone else has kind of just been following. Like, why are they breaking into the Stevens house? <laughs> and Lars a burglar. You know we've been ready for, ready this, for day. this day. Yep. Uh. And then he's he's like trying to wake up Stephen, yeah, or Stephen's body. Like, looks okay, like he's trying weird, to but don't give him to CPR. It's <laughs> great. Um, and finally, they switch places. Yeah, we actually get that. Um, like the the scene stops, and then we see yeah. it from Stephen's eyes. Uh, which, you know, we've we've. We get to see this sort of stuff later on. Yeah. When, this is um, the first perspective of the actual projection. Yeah. When, when, well, we had our astrals projected into a melon earlier, but. Um, <gasps> we did. You're right. We did have a melon one, but. Um, to but a different like, actual person, this is. In Change Your Mind, when he gets yeah. the perspective of both Pink Steven and regular Steven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bam. We get the double, uh, the double eye view. We do, which uh, must be strange. Very weird indeed. But yeah, uh, Lars is—he's up. He's very confused why everyone's here. Yeah, he's incredibly panicked. Yeah, and he—he's he, angry to Stephen, and yeah, Stephen finally confesses to everyone. Yep. Stephen and, and Lars even. Lars is kind of kind of disgusted that someone else would spend time in his body. Yep. Which is um like whether whether Stephen wanted to or not, it is kind of an invasion of privacy. Oh, absolutely. Which is uh, unfortunate. Absolutely is, but at the same time it's like Lars still being really dumb. And being like, what? You liked that? How dare you like me being nice to you? I'm clearly not going to learn anything from this. I'm yeah. I'm going to go back to how being like... It's clear that his parents liked him like that. It's clear that the cool kids don't like him as he is right now. When he's shouting at Steven and stuff. Buck um, is no longer pleased. No, Buck is no longer pleased. And that he just, he just doesn't seem to get it. Yeah. At the end, he just screams. Yep. And then Stephen goes to the big donut to see Lars. Yeah, this is a little bit later. Yeah. This is the next day. He gives him a card, but uh, it's not quite enough. No. Lars just rips it up. Indeed. But then he mentions Sadie. And he says that uh, he told, he as Lars told Sadie that he loved Sadie. And Lars is very interested. Yep, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Stephen says she thought you'd only say something like that to hurt her, mm-hmm. and Lars acknowledges that that's probably right. Yeah, but it turns out that uh, Sadie does prefer La- the real Lars, the rather yeah. than Stephen Lars, which is nice. Yeah, and maybe that is impetus for Lars to. Act slightly nicer. Yeah. And he, he does ask if Sadie wants to come round and be a movie or something. Yeah. It's... We actually get some proper character development. We do. This can go on. Lars learns a lesson kind of slightly, perhaps, maybe. But it, it that's the name of the list. But it is a bit more. Um, yeah. This, this is the first time of... since Horror Club, so... <laughs> wow. Gosh. Indeed. Indeed. Lars... Learns that maybe being closed off and a jerk to everyone might not be the best and, idea. And the way to go. Yeah. But he's still got a ways left. He has, but it's it's an interesting ride. He stops being as much of a jerk and he more does. becomes well, his other flaws. Yeah. His, like anxiety and, and his like cowardice. His anxiety and cowardice goes way up, but his jerkness goes down. So, yeah. Net win. Net win. I think. Yeah. Unfortunately, he had to die to 
get the rest of his character development. Indeed, but we will get there. We will indeed get there. But until then, uh, yeah, we got two two today. Um, we did, we did. It's good, it's good, good, good to know. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cabincast. For more episodes, go to www.cabincast.podbean.com or use the Podbean app. You can now also find us on iTunes and Pocket Casts under Cabincast and on YouTube. Finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you.